0: Well, hello and uh, welcome back to the uh, Global Fly Fisher podcast. This is uh, Martin Jorgensen reporting to you live from um, the coast of Sweden. As you may know, I'm usually uh, I'm I'm Danish and usually fish on the Danish coast, but uh, today I've taken a trip with some friends across the, uh, the sound that separates Denmark and Sweden and I'm fishing the Swedish coast that's that is actually the reason that we um, we're going to talk a bit about waiting today as um, waiting in the water uh, not waiting for a fish which uh, is also the case but never mind no waiting in the water moving in the water and the reason that that is interesting being in Sweden is that this coast that I'm um, I'm uh, on right now is extremely rocky. There's almost no sand or anything that you would expect from a normal beach. It's all big stones and piles of rocks and seaweed and extremely slippery. And also, we have quite a bit of wave action. It's not like the waves are pounding. Apart from like five minutes ago where we had a series of big waves maybe from... Uh, From a boat or something like that but uh, no we have a slowly uh, incoming ray of waves and um, those can push you around a bit of course wading would also speaking about wading wouldn't be the same if you didn't speak about wading in running water like in a stream or a river so I'm certainly going to cover that too but um, in a moment I'm going to get up from the rock that I'm sitting on with my legs into the water and Walk out to the edge of the um, of the rocks here and uh, fish a bit, and you will probably hear me moaning and groaning and huffing and puffing and being interrupted by all sorts of uh, tries to uh, get into balance and not getting uh, my uh, the edge of my waders on the water because this is quite an experiment. Uh, and quite dangerous uh, wading in these rocks. The rocks are about like everything from the size of a car to the size of a football and they're just strewn in the water and some of them will stick above the water just a, a foot or two and some of them will be hidden underwater and some of them will be on the bottom so to say which is probably about like two three feet above, uh, sorry, below the surface and um, in between those you might be able to find the occasional patch of uh, small pebbles and, and something more stable but in general the whole area is just one big pile of smooth and slippery rocks so and as usual i'm just gonna cut uh, the recording now and just check that i'm getting something on my my mp3 recorder because uh, i don't really trust this um 100 i have been Uh, talking to this uh, little uh, thingy before and um, not uh, caught anything on uh, on the recording so uh, if you will hang on and enjoy the waves for just a few seconds I'll um, I'll just check that I'm uh, I'm not speaking in vain and uh, that you actually uh, will hear this uh, when I get it uploaded to our website so hang on enjoy the waves It may very well be that I set just a few seconds, but um, that would not be quite true, actually. <laughs> actually, it's been a few hours, not to say a few days, since uh, I started this recording. I um, I was stupid enough to put my recorder into the so-called waterproof pocket in my wading jacket and yes indeed it was waterproof that pocket, not a single drop came out because um, there was actually water on the inside so when I put my mp3 recorder into the pocket it was dripping when I took it out again and that surely didn't do very well for the recording because um, for some reason it drained the battery immediately uh, the recording was over for that day. <coughs> so today, it's a couple of days later, and as you might hear in the background, this is quite a bit more noisy than um, than the place that I fished um, the day before yesterday in Sweden, because today I'm in Copenhagen, standing on the, um, the edge of the water in the harbour of Copenhagen looking over at the, um, at the city, at the buildings. There's a guy in a kayak in front of me, and right now there's a runner passing behind me, so this is, uh, this is indeed a different setting. Uh, the, the harbor of Copenhagen, just to cover that shortly, is a vastly untapped potential for fishing, as far as I can see. The water is pretty clean, even though there's a lot of debris in the in the edge of the water and the ice. uh, I can I can certainly see the bottom is uh, is perfect for for most of the fish that I would love to fish. And um, there's a lot of water passing through. It's a kind of a wide channel that cuts through the um, the city. And um, the place that I'm standing here, if I look to one side, I can actually see a bridge crossing over where I know that people often fish and I know that salmon and sea trout have been caught there and definitely they catch perch and garfish and whatever swims in, uh, in the ocean around, around the city here. So uh, it's, it is an untapped potential, definitely. Uh, of course it's not as charming as fishing in, uh, in the open ocean, but uh, considering that you can go here in like 5 or 10 minutes from most places in, uh, in town, may actually be um, be very attractive. so well never mind. When I was in Sweden, I was waiting on some very very slippery rocks which actually might have been the reason that my pocket was why well, my pocket was full of water because I was down a couple of tams, times times while, um, while walking on those rocks. And I decided to talk about wading. Today I'm on a footpath with gravel and in my normal boots, so it won't be a hands-on experience, but then we can still talk about waiting. <coughs> I have always, or almost always, used boot. My dog is with me, as you can hear, I don't know what he sees, he sees something. Well, it's a sign with a kid on it say, saying "take care." She's got a balloon in her hand. That might be the thing. It's just a drawing. Well, never mind. Um, the thing about wading is, I've always used separate wading boots with um, with uh, felt soles, and that's probably the best type of uh, of boot that I know. I have used stud- the studded type too with uh, with metals that's screwed into the uh, to the felt and the rubber sole and i know a friend of mine who uses a rubber sole boot and is very happy with that but my preference is definitely felt felt has the the ability to grip even where it's extremely slippery and um, the big problem when wading, no matter whether it's the ocean or a stream is getting a grip on a surface that is overgrown with algae and plants and stuff like that because you want to be able to to get a grip with your uh, with your feet in order to to stand so I would always recommend the felt sole boot over almost any kind of boot you can get um, you can get waders with uh, with attached boots that have felt soles but you can also I would recommend waders with uh, loose boots because as I've written several times on on the website the the waders and the boots seem to get out of synchronization when it comes to be worn down so often you will see the boots getting worn before the waders and if you have a pair of waders that have the boots uh, permanently attached. Well, you will definitely have to throw out both, uh, which is a pity. So for me, it's loose boots and waders with stocking foot, <laughs> or stocking feet, that would be. Uh, I always wait without a waiting staff or a waiting stick. I um, I used to carry one. Uh, actually, a homemade one. I'll make sure to link to the um, to the the page on the website where I tell you how to make one. A folding waiting staff. Actually, quite easy to make. A thin one, made from tent poles, that just collapses into a, like a foot-long uh, package that you can put in your back, uh pocket or inside your jacket or something like that and when you need it you can just unfold it by pulling it out and letting go and it will just snap together that type of waiting staff is actually quite wobbly and thin and not really extremely sturdy and is only used for just poking around and feeling your way Uh, it's a it's a help to keep balance and to support you other people might prefer, that's the type of wading staff I usually use when I use a wading staff. But other people might prefer a really sturdy, extremely robust staff that you can use for wading powerful streams with, with a lot of forces on your legs and you, you will need something that can hold you. I've even seen people in salmon streams leaning up their wading staffs uh, standing in the stream facing um, facing uh, the way they want to fish and then just leaning up the staff and uh, and getting support from the staff that won't be able that won't be anything you can do with the with a collapsible one which is very thin uh, you can get some which are really sturdy that also collapses into into a very small package but um, as I said, I rarely use them. I actually prefer... ...waiting without a staff. Because... uh, When you fish, you have to let go of the staff. It has to be attached to you with a string. You have to grab it again. Dragging around this this pole is... ...sometimes a little troublesome and uh, annoying. So... I prefer to be without. And trust my legs. Which... Has been a lot of trouble sometimes, but in most cases actually works quite well. Uh, wading in in the ocean in still water just requires that you feel your way around with the, with your feet and find places where you can where you can stick your feet in and stand fast. Uh, 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 uh. Come here, though Divus? was yeah come in my dog just saw somebody in the on the path here um, but when you uh, when you when you walk all you have to do is actually just feel your way and just set down your feet and get a foothold and take the next step that's one way to attack it the other way is actually just as efficient believe me or not actually just walking at a fast pace not gaining a foothold every time and not really getting into balance which is actually much what you do when you walk on a on a flat road or something like that you're actually always dynamically moving and never really gaining a permanent static foothold and standing you're just moving along and as soon as your body starts falling forward or whatever you just move the other foot forward and set it down. You can do the same thing in water. And particularly if you're wading in deep water, that is a very good way of walking in, uh, in a stream or in, um, in the ocean or a lake, because uh, the water will offer you a lot of support um, and uh, actually enable you to get quite a lot of out of balance before setting down your foot again. And in that way you can actually move quite fast in water. Of course, at one point you'll have to find a place to rest and stand still, particularly if you want to fish, but believe me, it's quite amazing how how fast and safe you can move in water by just walking and setting down your feet as you would if you walked on a on a rocky path. Most people prefer though to to have a a more safe way of uh, waiting and setting down the feet and feeling safe and uh, in balance, and then moving the foot. Well, your choice. You can do what you please, but often the fast-paced way is actually quite efficient. If you have a waiting staff, you'll be amazed how little it actually takes to uh, to make you feel secure. The staff that I mentioned is quite wobbly and won't be able to support you as such but what you can do is actually just feel your way and make sure you have a place to set your foot and you can also just put it down to your side and get a third point of support which will um, which will definitely make you feel like you're in balance and give you the uh, sense of, um, of uh, Of safety and security and and balance because you have that third point that uh, that tells you whether you're falling over or whatever so by the way should you fall well you will be wet in most cases actually I usually recommend people sit down if you fall sit down because falling backwards or forwards is really not way to go your waders will go under and you will probably get wet on the inside of your waders by sitting down by collapsing so to say and uh, having your feet under you you gain several things this is not always possible of course sometimes you just fall that's it but in most cases if you sit down what happens is actually you don't go all the way down because of your legs under you you can actually in many cases, save yourself getting really wet. Modern wading jackets are amazingly waterproof and you can get hands and arms under supporting you, pushing yourself up, and in most cases you will just be wet, maybe on the wrist to the elbow, and the jacket will actually be able to keep out the water from entering your waders. Quite amazing in most cases actually. Should you fall, for instance, in a stream, in the ocean or somewhere else, and be swept along, don't really worry about the the legend or the saying that will try to tell you that your feet will float to the surface and your head will go under. That is definitely not true. I have fallen over in my kayak with my waders on um, once, actually just once and what happens is that your weighters will get filled with air definitely, but they will float to the surface and if you bend your knees and lift your head you will actually just float in the surface and it's, <laughs> apart from the fact that you're cold and wet it's actually extremely comfortable and it's definitely not gonna tip you over with your head down and your feet up in the air. Also if you float like this in a stream and get swept along with the current, just do the same thing. Put yourself with your uh, behind into the water, your feet with the air filled weight is around them, downstream and your hands out to the side. Hold on to your rod if you still have it and just float <coughs> and steer your way to the nearest calm place and see if you can get a foothold. As soon as you put your feet into the water, I mean, you dip your feet down, what happens is that the, the air that was trapped in there will be pushed out and you will actually be able to put your feet down and set them on the bottom if you can reach it and you can walk in. So falling over in your wader is not that, waders is not that dangerous. It's not, as rumor has it, a question of life and death. Of course, in a really strong current, you might be pushed and bounced a bit into rocks and and branches and logs and what have you but in most cases that is not the case as you know currents are really tricky sometimes they're extremely forceful and just a couple of feet away it's actually quite calm and and easy to uh, to wait and it's the same thing if you float you can you can uh, float in an extremely powerful Uh, current and then just flapping your hands a couple of times might bring you to a place where uh, where the current is quite calm and you can uh, gain a foothold in the ocean where you might have waves it's actually quite a bit more difficult sometimes to get on your feet if you have really heavy waves pounding you you will be amazed how wet you can get in no time and also For some reason the few times that I've fallen over in the ocean it's been very cold and um, (coughs) the big problem has actually been getting out of the waders and the wet clothes and into something dry and comfortable in a hurry so because you shouldn't fish on with wet clothes because it's extremely cold and all the insulation that the dry clothes offer is gone and you will be cold like and very miserable in no time so that might be the final advice regarding waiting and um, staying uh, safe is keep dry clothes in your car or in your backpack or somewhere else just a single set of fleece pants and a single fleece jacket or something like that will be able to save your day (coughs) because cold clothes under waders is definitely no good idea.